machine learning. Just some thoughts and recap on uh, back on the electric plane. Started looking at some of the things that uh, Elon Musk is thinking about with electric transportation and just finished a course that um, required some information about planes and I did some statistical data queries and noticed that there are about a billion flights a year and that gives you kind of a magnitude of how interconnected our world is. We're basically flying all over the world, numerous flights per day. And I looked at just one carrier, Southwest, and was analyzing departure times and thinking about uh, what could be learned from that. And then I started thinking about you know, what he's proposing with the electric plane. And I actually think it's, he's kind of trapped because he's advocated battery powered vehicles and uh, instead of hydrogen powered vehicles. So we're, you're creating a, a system where there's this huge consumption of electricity now that's going to tra- transportation, which is gonna drive up the cost of electricity. And uh, uh, it's uh, where you have this alternative of fuel that was basically unlimited and very abundant called hydrogen. And it can be produced from electrolysis of water, uh, reforming of coal, and you could even use methane to um, extract out the hydrogen from that using a chemical process or a catalyst. So then, when you look at the when you look at the potential here for hydrogen, it makes more sense. Now, look at the hydrogen for its density. It's powering a train, and in, in, uh, I think it's Switzerland. Um, it is capable of powering a semi with Nikola, Nikola's semi truck, which is going to become probably available somewhere 2024, 2025. Hard to say. They're not re- really disclosing a, a, a time. And you look at the density, and that's what the CEO of Nikola had said is that. Now, they looked at a lot of different technologies, but for the long run, for long distance, like in excess of 500 miles, uh, maybe extendable up to 1,000 miles, the only, only fuel that could be an alternative to hydrocarbons w- or diesel would be hydrogen. Hydrogen had the power density. And, um, and so... They've kind of positioned two ways, you know, short-term uh, runs where they're using electric and long-term runs where they're using hydrogen. We'll, we'll use hydrogen for the heavier pulls and longer pulls. So, you know, it's interesting because Musk has SpaceX, so he knows how to produce hydrogen at a cheap cost. And I'm wondering if at some point he will flip and as he realizes that he needs 
to advocate hydrogen for um, for long term transportation in the sky that he will move to hydrogen and that would be my bet is that after looking at the problems with getting his 400 kilowatt hour battery and uh, you know making promises that he can get the, that kind of range and then keeping these costs down that he would um, open up the possibility of using this the SpaceX technology and crossing that over into hydrogen production for commercial transportation of airlines so that would that would make more sense to me and uh, and, and that would then open up the uh, world of hydrogen you know it's it's interesting that they haven't used methane because methane is also one of the fuels that you can use that have a good storage it's a liquid form it's not under high pressure and you can apply a catalyst and electricity to uh, extract out the hydrogen and it can be produced it can be transported easily and it's an abundant form so it's cheap to extract and you can use that uh, use that for a uh, source of fuel so it's always difficult to go from research and development into uh, production. Now, getting into a production environment is, uh, is challenging because you have to get past the safety concerns, then you have to get past the regulatory um, bureaucracy. And then once you have got past that, then you have the marketing challenge, that convincing people that uh, this, this form of fuel transportation is safe and reliable and is going to be the future but eventually you know that eventually hydrogen will take center stage even as batteries are are moving towards more nuclear type of devices meaning uh, that it can uh, run almost indefinitely on the fuel source almost like a a uh, nickel to copper converter on the LNER where nickel was being converted into copper and releasing a great amount of energy that could uh, begin to be part of a battery system that would uh, power a car almost indefinitely so then the challenge would not be the fuel for the life of the car but would be a cost so you might spend a hundred thousand dollars for the, the vehicle but knowing that you would pay zero cost for the fuel and uh, that might be the trade-off it's an expensive vehicle and uh, no fuel cost so it's interesting as we enter in to the future where the high-tech uh, horizon sit and the, and science and technology feasibility sit and then the business people having to decide whether they're going to bring extreme efficiency to the market 
or they will continue to capitalize and make profits off existing barriers to competition. But one thing that electric vehicle has done is is created a large number of new competitors in the transportation market. And as a result, we're getting a lot of variety and quality is really good. So we anticipate that uh, once they, they, uh, um, companies begin to start thinking about the opportunity that sits in air transportation, air taxi, moving people around in the air, that uh, um, that will become more innovation will occur there. Maybe in the uh, small commuter planes at first, then the mid-range planes, and eventually the mother load, which would be the large commercial planes. And uh, whether they're uh, planes for just moving cargo around or there are passengers, uh, eventually that that will be uh, affected by hydrogen also. I say hydrogen and AI are a lot moving lockstep together and there's a lot of uh, big breakthroughs in both those technologies. I want to uh, read up a little bit more about quantum computing but quantum computing is definitely going to impact the uh, world of natural language processing as that quantum computing is going to provide more useful interactions with the AI. So AI will be able to answer questions and those questions will be in depth, they'll be summarized, they'll be relevant, they'll use uh, uh, some sort of graph theory to keep your context of what you're talking and asking questions about and it will uh, be able to summarize statements that you have and and possibly even be able to recognize facial gestures and voice uh, voice signals also. So it might be doing voice to text, it might be doing sentiment analysis, and it might be doing facial uh, recognition for different gestures uh, that reflect emotion also. So the devices will be significantly smarter and we're talking huge jumps in the uh, hardware processing too because uh, you know we're look, talking about I was looking at 2015 the Titan X could do six teraflops six trillion instructions per second today where your Tesla driving has about 144 trillion instructions per second as it's driving so we're, we're pushing for higher calculation uh, per watt usage, kilowatt usage, and uh, and the, and that's uh, impacting almost everything that we see in the real world is now being integrated with the digital world. So you have controller boards, and uh, you have power inverters, and you have electric motors, and you have actuators. And all of this electronics is being driven by logic at the digital level. So these are are different, definitely trends that we see that are significant in the, our world. 
and you know the hands-free across America was an ideal but it will become a reality in our generation as uh, machines will provide the bulk of navigation it used to be that machines were used to help us assist us in navigation like maps map quest supplemented now with the rise of AI and uh, convolution neural nets their success as the ability to recognize uh, objects and uh, advanced GPU hardware capable of doing these large calculation um, per second and it makes you wonder if uh, Waymo will begin to use the AI chips that Google has produced, which have low uh, watt usage and high uh, integer calculation capability. And then you enter into the third realm, which is the quantum computing, which is going to provide even faster calculations in near real time to solve some of the harder problems and maybe those really hard problems then become uh, solved and and uh, the solutions made available to the masses it's always difficult to see how that level of sophistication will be disseminated out to the consumer whether it'll be in the form of restful calls or it'll be subscription based or maybe it might even be more along the partner base where only certain people can or companies will be able to participate in the usage of that high quality data and algorithms and so we could see almost a, like a global nationalization which is something that Japan has done to ensure that certain companies survive even though they may be poor performing. Okay, well, enough said on that. And uh, just some thoughts on the electric plan.